we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. My name is Simone Roche, and in this Power Up season, I'm talking to amazing role models from across the North who have been kind enough to offer up their advice, guidance, and own experiences on a wealth of different topics as we strive to build forward better. Last week, we heard from Michelle Forward from BNY Mellon discussing the importance of lifting others through mentoring and the fantastic impact it can have. And now, this week, I'm really excited to be joined by Liverpool Football Club's newly appointed Senior Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Manager. With more than 15 years experience, he's been named on the Global Diversity List as a top 20 diversity professional and his previous work has led to a wide-ranging recognition at European Diversity Awards, Northwest Football Awards and Inclusive Company Awards. He's been super busy, hasn't he? <laughs> and in addition to being awarded the Premier League Equality Standard Advanced Level in the same year. Rishi was also nominated for an Agent of Change Award at last year's Northern Power Women Awards. So naturally, when we wanted to talk about advocates, and agents of change it was an easy decision thanks so much for joining us today Rishi thank you Simone thank you for having me oh and congratulations on this new appointment as well it must be great yeah it's fantastic I I used to work for the club about eight years ago um, and it's been great to sort of come back the welcome back's been fantastic but more importantly to have the opportunity to lead LFC's work in this area um, is a fantastic one. It's something I'm really looking forward to. Brilliant. Well, let's crack on, I reckon. So throughout your career, you've been both an ally and an advocate and recognised as an agent of change. You proactively sponsored people, encouraged them uh, to give them opportunities like you did with your junior colleagues involved recently at the Northern Power Futures Carousel Mentoring. Why is this approach so important and what impact can it have? I'd say for that one, I suppose it's so important for us to enhance the work that we're already doing internally um, through the club's Red Together strategy and through the work of the Women's Network and other organisations. And to be able to do that alongside Northern Power Women, it's it's an easy decision, to be to be really honest. Um, our, our work is driven around enhancing opportunities for people to develop and progress and the carousel mentoring is, it takes all the boxes to keep it really simple. I think to have the opportunity for our people, those who want to progress their career, those who want to mentor themselves, to speak to people outside of industry, to speak to people with more experience in themselves or speak to people who are also on a similar journey to themselves is a great opportunity. Um, they can learn so much from speaking to people from across the North and across the country. And that's fantastic for us to have that opportunity to do so. And more importantly, to support local organisations like Northern Power Women that's important to the club. It's, it's what we're built upon about serving our local communities. Well, I think actually, and I'm, I'm going to be supporting back in a few weeks, I'm abseiling down the Liverpool Anglican Cathedral for the LFC Community Foundation in a few weeks. I can see it out my window. No, it's terrifying. terrifying. Yeah, I, um, my wife's doing that actually, Simone, so I'll probably see you there. I'll give you some encouragement. 
Thank you. You'll yes. be the cheerleader of my band. So Northern Power Women, I always think, is a, a mischievous brand because we've always been passionate about collecting uh, and growing our list of male advocates. Why is it so important for men to be part of this conversation when it comes to gender equality? And and how can we encourage more men to go from sort of being that passive supporter to being really active? To be honest, I'd probably say... You could say the same for all strands of EDI, um, quite diverse and inclusion, like allyship from the majority group. That's the only way we're really going to get success and make progress. But I think being an ally and advocate is vitally important when it comes to gender equality. I think if we're saying that work needs to be done to ensure gender parity, to ensure gender equality, then that support has to come from those who are already at that level. Um, it's not about dragging people down or bringing them down to a level that's actually about being that hand to lift others others up and I think male allies it's vital to be able to have them there to be able to support that conversation and make people really sort of break through those barriers that that unfortunately they are there in the, in the society that we live on I'd say this message resonates really strongly with me not just personally but also professionally I think the club's values are built on supporting others and in some cases those less fortunate than ourselves and that's really consistent in what we do through Red Together and through the campaign message that we do. And it really ticks a lot of boxes and really helps us drive forward that work. I think we really benefit from the fact that we've got some excellent male allies across all levels of the business, um, not just at the highest levels um, in our executive team, but also more operationally across the entire football club. And that's made a real difference, um, not just through our women's network, but through other initiatives as well. And then how we encourage more men to speak up to be involved. I think it's interesting, isn't it, my experience, not necessarily in this role, but when you say women's network, I was like, oh, what's that? But a little bit of nervousness. But actually, it's a fantastic space to have a real conversation around gender equality for all. Having those senior male allies is paramount um, in my previous role. We had an excellent senior male um, executive sponsor for the women's network, and that worked fantastically. And I think being really clear about what you're actually trying to achieve um, I mentioned earlier, it's not about bringing people down to the level playing field, it's about lifting others up. And that's something that personally I'm really passionate about. And I also think it's so important to make the fight for gender equality real for people, help them understand that the smallest contribution can be, can sometimes be one of the most valuable contributions. Um, so to have male allies as part of that conversation, that's really how we're going to see progress and see success. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was one of the things right from day one when I was forming Northern Power Women, if you like. It was very much around, I wanted to collect the good guys because my belief was that if we can grow that community of great advocates, then actually that will attract more people to do. And I think for me, it's very much around everyone has a power. How do we encourage people to sort of use their voice and and speak up, if you like? So uh, I think when I set uh, Northern Power Women, it was called Ready for Change, but hashtag Northern Power Women, because I wanted to make sure it was super inclusive, if you like, for all. But that's why I think I always refer to it this this mischievous world, if you like. So, but yeah, I think every single person can be that ally and advocate. Everyone has a part to play in the fight for equality. And I think some people haven't quite realised that yet. They haven't had the light bulb moment. Um, and that's fine, but they'll get there. They'll, they'll get there at some point. And I'm always a big believer about there's always a driver for someone. When we talk about equality, there's always a, a string that you can pull on, a box that you can tick. And then as soon as they have that moment, you'll see some of your very best advocates and allies come out of the shadows and really take the lead, which is fantastic. And you, as we've highlighted, have had 
and a range of awards and recognitions and programs that you've been part of. But what would you say are those top three tips for not just instilling a culture of inclusivity, not just diversity, but how do you make that inclusion culture really bring to life? Okay, I've been really lucky to have worked in football for my entire career um, in different roles. And it is an industry that is probably quite unique in its approach. But to answer that question, I suppose the first one would be about making equality, diversity, inclusion relatable to all. Something that I'm really got a decent amount of experience in and had to have a decent amount of experience in, to be totally honest, is really working to understand people's drivers. I talked about it before when I said about pulling on those strings. There's always something that people will go, oh yeah, that makes sense. I like that. And it might be commercial, it might be moral, it might be a family member, it might be absolutely anything. And for me, it doesn't matter what it is, because as long as you end up at the same goal, that's, that's all that matters. Um, and I also think that the second point would be about ensuring a culture where people can challenge debate, discuss, and ultimately disrupt. I think every organisation, if you ask them what their values are, or what their objectives are, the, the term innovation would always come up. Um, everyone wants to be the first to do something, but they also want to be the very best. Diversity is a huge part of that. Not a lot of people really think in that way, but to have that inclusive culture where you're encouraging diversity of thought, where you're encouraging people to disagree with each other, but then come up with a solution together to stress test absolutely everything. That's where you start to embed a culture of inclusivity because you start to see change. You start to see people working maybe above the level that they they currently work and that and influencing the wider business and that's fantastic and then I think the final point will probably be and this is something that I touch on quite a lot is to make sure that EDI is on the table when your EDI lead isn't in the room so for me success looks like people talking about equality when I'm not there um, having advocates across the business who embed this into their everyday understanding what it means to ask that additional question or consider the impact of EDI but essentially I shouldn't have to be in every single meeting for us to talk about equality and that's not a simple fix of oh let's stick it as AOB in every meeting agenda that we talk about it's actually how do you make it real for everyone how do you talk about inclusivity how do you consider the impact of absolutely everything that you do as an organization to instill that culture of inclusivity how do you make sure that you're thinking about this topic throughout everything that you do and then you'll create that culture of inclusion along with the other points. And then once, for me, once you've instilled that culture of inclusion, that's where you will start to see increased diversity across the business. You'll start to see more people coming through the door from different backgrounds. You'll start to see the club or your organisation or your employers start to welcome more people from the diverse communities of the city and the north and the rest of the country. And that's fantastic. That's exactly what you want. You want the very best people working for your organisation. You want that diversity of thought and diversity of individuals and characteristics is a really important part of that it's all about that role models isn't it if you can't be you can't see it. it's such an overused sort of quotation but it's it's true isn't it yeah totally and i think we're always what it's good could be a good or a bad thing but i think you always need trailblazers somewhere and they're the very best people and I think it's tough for those trailblazers but someone has to do that job but the the barriers that they break through the pathways that they create hopefully means that you don't need another trailblazer because they've broken down all those doors which may have been there, they've broken through that glass ceiling um, and they've cre- helped create that culture of inclusivity and that sense of belonging for an organisation which do- really does open the doors to anyone and everyone and make sure that you are not just an employer of choice but you're actually a business where your staff don't want to leave because they love it so much, they want to be part of it, they, they've got the sense of loyalty towards the organisation because you look after them but more importantly from a 
inclusion perspective to feel part of a family um, and to have that is fantastic it's a challenge and no, by no means saying that us at the Liverpool Football Club are completely perfect I think anyone who says they've completed the quality or the perfect in it is absolutely kidding themselves there's always something you know this just as well as I do there's always something that needs to be done but that's what makes this role so exciting but also what makes this topic it's such a really rewarding moment you do get it right. I think the things that are jumping out for me that you've said, you've talked about innovation and I couldn't agree more. We, nobody's there, right? Nobody has crossed that that finish line and the world of diversity and inclusion. You've got to keep innovating, haven't you? You've got to keep looking. Look at the world that we've just been in the last sort of uh, 12 to 18 months we've seen um the the, the rise of uh, the the reaction post george floyd's killing the, the what the pandemic is as as how we leading and living in this new world so i think there's something about that innovation and the other thing that really jumped out to me was what you said about this is not about us getting down to a level playing field this is about lifting others um yeah, the, the innovation piece is, is vital as we've seen in the, historically, we've had a, a women's network which has been around for about three years or so. In the past 12 months, we've seen other networks develop um, and the majority of them have been remotely. And you know what? That's actually worked really well. We've got staff from our London office, from our training ground, from our Chapel Street office, all meeting together. have never worked together before, but they see each other at least once a month, exchanging emails all for a common goal and a common purpose. Um, would we have done that pre-COVID? Probably not. They probably wouldn't have been virtual. They would have been like, oh, no, you need to be in this meeting room at this time. And it, it might not have been as successful as they are now. And that's great to be able to come in and work for an organisation where you've got so many people who are so passionate around it and have actually taken what is an awful situation for so many people through the pandemic. I've actually been like, you know what, this could actually create positive, could create a sense of community. And on the last point, I think, essentially, that, that sums up everything that we want to do around Red Together and um, through the strategy, through the campaign work. It's about supporting people who need it. And if you are in a position of privilege, whether that's real or whether that's perceived and you can give a helping hand to somebody, then that's exactly the position that we want to be in. That's brilliant. Thank you so, so much, Rishi, for such insightful conversation, amazing takeaways. I'm Simone Roche and you've been listening to a Northern Power Women podcast in our Power Up season, a What Goes On Media production.